Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Stokers and Radar Uncut, a monthly podcast brought to you by Pig. And Radar downstairs here in Australia, play your best. <laughs> we are ready for episode seven, the final episode of season one, everybody. But don't worry, we'll be back in the spring around the Masters time for season two. But it's been brilliant talking to you over the past few months and bringing you the latest golfing news and Radar's rants and all the crazy goings on from the world of golf. And Radar, you've been spending Christmas in Sydney, Christmas and you in Sydney, back home in Australia. How are you doing? Good, yeah. Um, back down here in Australia, it's uh, very different um, down here this time round. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's hot and I haven't been back here for two years, but it's been fun seeing family and friends playing a little bit of golf, getting me out of the... Uh, British winter, but it's not long till I go back up there the Middle East with uh, three tournaments I've got to do there, week off back in London, then over there to, to Florida. So um, it, it's gone very swiftly, but uh, I'm recharged and ready to get back on the mic. Nice. You look, you're looking very tanned. You're looking very well. You've obviously been enjoying yeah. the Australian sunshine. Yeah, it's, it's hot, yeah. I go to the beach every day. I walk along the beach and it's really cool. But the golf... The golf, I mean, it's just seriously crap. It's bad. My, my, my game, I mean, it's just try to hit a draw and I hit a fade. I try to hit a fade, I hit a draw. And I putt badly. It's not a good combination, listeners, <laughs> is it? It's not good. But um, You've been playing a bit of golf? Yeah, I played today. You know, very close to where I live. I'm playing a very famous course tomorrow, the Australian. Next week, I'm playing the Lakes. And, uh, yeah, I play a lot with all of my mates. They're all uh, – that's how I catch up with people I haven't seen for a long time. We just get out in the golf course, and it doesn't matter where we hit it. We hit it in the water, and we all laugh. So it's – um, yeah, I've been playing a bit of golf and uh, getting some sunshine. It's really um, – it, it's been fun. I was a bit worried, actually. So it's – well, we're recording this. It's half ten in the morning on um... – beginning of January so it's half nine for you and I thought you know I said to uh, said to our producer Pete I was like what will he be okay at half nine at night you know he might have been playing golf been in the sunshine might have had a couple of electric lemonades will he you know will he be okay but you're quite coherent no no no, no. I'm very much uh, if I have a cold beer here it's it's four four <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon and I come home for dinner it's uh at, at six and um yeah I usually go to bed about this time, you know, not long and um, 10 o'clock, get up early, you go for a walk along the beach. You know what? When you've got sunshine like we possess in Australia, you don't really want to waste a day. No. Uh, it's one of those. You don't want to get up and feel a bit dry and a bit hung. So you're like, uh, 
So you take it easy and just um, cherish every day. You know what it's like, Sarah, when you've got blue sky and stuff, you don't want to be lying inside and, you know, not feeling so hot. So you want to go out and play golf and have a swim. And, you know, I go down the beach. I love to walk along the beach for many reasons, really. I'm t- totally jealous. I mean, the weather here, as you will know, has been utterly rubbish. Freezing, yeah. wet, miserable. To hear your tales of golf, walking on the beach, few beers, I feel very jealous. Yeah, but I don't mind the English winter, the British winter, the UK, when it's like that. You know, everywhere in the world has its, uh, its own ambiance. And, um, you know, your summers are great. And uh, that's where I spend most of my time. And I'm back there in a few weeks. And uh, I don't mind it. Uh, I honestly don't. You know, I'm very, very lucky. And you are as well. We are very, very lucky. And those of you, of you that are, to be able to travel the world and see the different seasons. I'm a big fan. I wouldn't like to live in the sunshine as I grew up here in Australia all the time under blue skies and it being hot. I think I'd find that quite boring. Yeah, me too. I get so bored of the sun every day, Radar. <laughs> no, I would. I would. I, I, I wouldn't like it. No, no, sweaty. I Air conditioning going all the time. I'm not sure you can hear it in the background there. It's a constant drone, but uh, there it is. And how are the spiders? I love Australia, but I couldn't live there because of the spiders. No, no spiders. I don't see any spiders where I am in Sydney. Um, You know, snakes scare them all away. (laughs) So, uh, you don't worry about spiders. Uh, They won't hurt you anyway. They won't hurt you. Anything bigger than a money spider, I freak. So, yeah, I love your company. We have things down here called trapdoors. Trapdoor spiders. And they're as big as your hand, and they've got these big, hairy legs. And uh, a bit like Max's wife, but, um, <laughs> but they won't hurt you. They won't hurt you. Sometimes they can crawl all over your face. They won't hurt you. They won't hurt you. They won't I know, hurt you. You said they're massive and hairy. And, oh. They are. They are, but they're a lot of things. <laughs> That's funny. Baby coming soon, Sarah. Baby. Uh, Baba. Radar, it's gone so quickly. I remember we've talked about this on the pod over the last few months. So, yeah, he's, he's going to be arriving in about a week's time. Fantastic. Uh, so, so excited, but so so nervous as well. <laughs> We're all so much looking forward, forward to it. Do you think the boss at Sky will let you bring uh, Baba on television and, you know, you sort of give it a little... I hope so. Baby, while you're presenting. Do you think? I hope so. I oh, hope well, I don't know. He'd probably get on the phone once he hears this and I'll be, I'll be in all sorts of bother. That wouldn't be bad, would it? No. Everyone, you know, on the pod and everyone's, you know, knows so much about this baby. It's famous baby before it's just like, it's like Charlie Woods before it's been born. <laughs> I know. I know. And I feel we've talked about names and stuff like that. And obviously, when we come back for episode uh, season two, you know, we'll, I, well, I'll, I'll announce it on Instagram anyway, but his name and yeah. And I can't, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But hopefully he'll make a little TV appearance at some point when I'm back on, when I'm back on the screens. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Oh, My life's going to change. So yeah. And I'm we looking forward to it. Yeah, thank you, buddy. And I'm looking forward for you to meet him as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, it'll be amazing. And you talk about Charlie Woods. I want, we've got a special guest coming up shortly. We're going to look ahead kind of to 2022, right? A lot to look forward to. I want to get your take on a, on a few things. But just coming back to, you mentioned Charlie Woods and obviously seeing all the social media, I guess, craziness around Tiger's return. How cool was that just at the end of last year, watching that PNC Championship and watching Tiger and his boy performing 
and seeing the TV ratings for that event. It was just phenomenal to watch, wasn't it? It certainly was. Um, you know what? I didn't look. I loved watching uh, Tiger and his lad Charlie at uh, play, but I was more enthralled by the way Charlie swung the golf club mm. compared to the year before, uh, and I was blown away. I, I truly was blown away. If he can maintain those lines and that golf swing as he evolves with strength, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be quite amazing. I mean, I, what what's going to hold him back? I don't know. Um, fame? Uh, I don't know. But I, I think Tiger has got all – Tiger was famous from when he was two. So if you've got someone – you want someone to have someone to, to teach you um, your dad, I mean, he, he's going to know all about it. And I'm sure away from that stage on television of that father and son event, I'm sure he's he's wrapped in cotton wool and he's nurtured through it all. Let's hope so. I'm sure Tiger, knowing Tiger, Tiger as we do, he will be. But I was just blown away at, at that move he, he has. It, it's just mind-blowing uh, how, how good that was. And the mannerisms for me, I mean, I know there were a few sort of montages put together. I just love that. The little the nose wipe, the little walk, the club twirl, the picking up of the tee. It was just brilliant to see. It's just like mini me. I loved it. Yeah. yeah the whole thing was just um, sensational. Tear jerking, really. It I mean, was. Just something that, yeah. And Tiger's not going away. And, and, and he's, he's, he looks as though he's on the mend with his – and the great thing is it's his right foot, so the pressure when he hits it goes on to the left. So that's one good thing. If he was going to break – you don't want to break any bone in your body, but if you're going to break something as a golfer on your leg, you want it on that right side. So um, that's a good thing for Tiger. But uh, his son, gee whiz, if Tiger's teaching him, which I imagine he is, he's doing one heck of a job. Amazing, isn't it? And for Tiger, I mean, it was different. He was in a car. He said, look – I wanted to come back, play with my boy. Kind of a mate, you know, blew Justin Thomas away. The fact that he came back and what, nine, 10 months after that car crash, talked about, you know, nearly needing his leg amputated. When do you, honestly, when do you think we're going to see Tiger again? Do you think Masters? Do you think the Open? What's your hunch? I'm not, I'm not thinking the Masters. I hope I'm wrong. I think the Augusta's too hilly uh, up and down those dales. Uh, it's going to be too difficult especially with the hangy lies around there. Uh, I think that'd be too much of a strain and they'd be coming back too early. Uh, I, I honestly think the Open is mm-hmm. a standout bet uh, if you wanted to bet on when he's coming back. St Andrews, even though that's humps and hollows, but relatively flat piece of land. You're not walking up serious hills uh, really at all. So that's the one that I'm sure he is eyeing up, uh, which is the, going to be that uh, 150th Open at St Andrews. Uh, but um, if he comes back before that, well and good. But I think it would be risky. Yeah, it'd be fascinating to see that. Luke Rado, we're going to introduce this episode's uh, guest, and then we're going to just spend a little bit of time looking ahead to the year ahead. 2022, I think you'll agree with me, set to be something special in the world of golf. So we're going to have a chat about that in a second. But right now, let's hear from this episode's special guest. It's a good one. Golf's favourite parody singer, Sam Harrop, who's been a bit of an internet sensation well, last year in 2021. Sam, great to have you with us on Sturkers and Radar. Hello, Sam. It's a pleasure. Thank you for, thank you for inviting me on. It's an honour. 
Well, we hope so. It's an honor to have you with us. Now, Sam, as I said, a bit of an internet station last year. I was, I mean, we've messaged a few times on Instagram. I'm a massive fan of, of what you've been doing in the world of golf. But I kind of want to take, take us back. How did this all start? Because I know music's obviously a huge passion for you. You're a bit of a golf nerd. But how did all this come about? Uh, honestly, it was just something that I just got this idea in my head. So this is last, this is February uh, 2020. I just got this idea in my head about doing a song about Tony Finau and the fact that he, you know, he kept coming up short, you know, you know, when it looked like he should win. And I just got an idea in my head with the REO Speedwagon song. And I just thought, I know I'm just going to, I'm going to do, make this into a song and I'll see if it's any good. And I'll just put it out on my Twitter and just see what people think of it. You know, um, I thought the kind of golf nerds might appreciate it to some, to some degree, but it, it sort of, it surpassed expectations really. I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect it to to go down as well as it did, so that was it. Really, I just it just got this weird idea um, of blending my my two sort of passions of music and golf and seeing whether it was well received or not. And it just yeah, it, that that started the whole thing really. And I started doing more after that and just kept doing them every you know one a month or something ever since. Sam, let me ask you a question: Do you have to ask them, or is it all just bollocks to it? I'm doing it. No, I, I mean, I just, yeah, I just do my own thing. I don't ask anyone. And then, Good yeah. lad. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> I. An old boss of mine used to say, ask for forgiveness, not for permission. There you go. <laughs> the songs are fantastic, but sometimes, like the Tony Fee now, and we're gonna, you're going to play a song for us shortly, it can get a bit close to the mark. Has anyone, the reaction from the players has been amazing, Sam. Tell us a bit about that, who's kind of been in touch and things like that. But yeah. sometimes you think, oh God, is, am I okay doing that? Am I going to get a backlash from, from writing this lyric? Yeah, I mean, honestly, sometimes I do, you know, the, uh, I mean, I'll tell you, I, after I did the Tony Fino one, and I, when it went down well, I thought, I've got to do another song, right? And I thought, well, who am I going to do one? And I had this idea about doing a song about Matt Kuchar. And then when I finished writing it, I was like, you know, this is too, this is just too much of a character assassination. You know, it's, it's going to go down badly. I mean, some people would probably laugh at it, but it was a bit too close to the bone. So I, I ditched that one. Was it about money? Well, well there, there was, there were, there were all sorts of things in there, but yeah, that was one of them. <laughs> what, not paying his daddy? Yeah. I mean, that, that, that was a, that was central to the piece. <laughs> But yeah, so, but honestly, I kind of, whenever I, you know, finish writing one, I do look at it and I think, okay, how are these lines going to go down? Is that going to be well received? Is that too close to the bone? There is a kind of fine balance. And I, I think to, to date, I think I've got the balance just about right with kind of taking a mick out of people, but not really going too, you know, too hard. Right, no, I think we need to hear that. I think that Matt Kuchar one needs to be released this year, don't you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I remember being at... Um, Riviera a couple of years ago for the Genesis, just when that was all happening with Kuchar and he marked his ball down there and someone put his ball and they got him to move his coin. And I said, well, I said, you've got to watch your little coin and your ball marker with Matt Kuchar around. He might, <laughs> he might, he might nick it. But, you know, Matt's a, Matt's a good guy and he, he'll find the funny side of it. It was all worked out in the end, you know. We're only speaking the truth, big fella. Yeah, this is true. And, but I think it was more the fact that I'd done one that was kind of, kind of relatively positive. It was sort of basically saying, look, I'm a huge Tony Finau fan. 
but you know what, you're struggling to win. That was kind of the crux of it. And then going from that to one that's basically saying, you're a penny pincher, you know, you're a real tight, tight ass. You know, I thought that might be too, it might be too much too soon. Um, but yeah. Well, now you've established yourself a bit, Sam, and you know, you know, we've had you on the podcast, we've, you've talked about it. We'll, we'll look forward to, to the release of that one later this year, I'm sure. Yeah, all right. <laughs> What about some of the reaction from the players, though? Because Fina responded. I know Brooks kept has been in touch. Tell us about the reaction you've had. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's always great when the players themselves get involved and they either, you know, they, they comment on it or they, you know, retweet it or whatever. That, that makes such a difference because obviously it gets a lot more eyeballs on it as soon as they engage with it themselves. So Tony Fina obviously did it the first time round and the second time round when I did the, the sort of the remix of that song. But then, yeah, Brooks Kepka, when I did the song that I'm going to play shortly, he retweeted it, he commented on it and stuff, which was great. Um, Max Homer, when I did the song about him, he you know, he commented on it. Harry Hicks recently, uh, he, he commented on his song and it's all really positive stuff. They, they, they seem to, they seem to enjoy it. There's been some people who haven't, who haven't uh, engaged with the song I've done about them. Um, Lucas Glover never, <laughs> never uh, commented on his one. Uh, nodded uh, Rory Sabatini, but you know, you win some, you lose some, but most of the time the players sort of like it and comment and stuff, which is good. We'll have to have a word with Rory Sabatini if he didn't get in touch. That's terrible from him. We'll have to have a word. Was there something, was there something to do with him sort of changing nationalities? Yeah, that was it. That was, that was part of it, definitely, yeah. yeah. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> which has been your favourite, Sam? You know, you, they're all, it's very, very clever, as I said, what you do, and it's been brilliant listening to them. What's your particular favourite? Which one? Well, I mean, the one that's probably, uh, apart from the, the, the Tony Fino one, which obviously kicked the whole thing off, um, aside from that, probably Phil Mickelson one is closest to my heart because he was sort of always my favourite player growing up as a sort of fellow lefty, and, you know, he's obviously a great player to watch. So, um, I did that. I did that one quite early on, but I held on to it because it was it was about the whole U.S. Open thing, um, and that was the one that was delayed until September last year. Uh, sorry, twenty twenty. So, um, so that one I, I I really enjoyed doing, um, and I I do like that one. It's either that or the Victor Dubois one, which was more of a one that came together sort of more unexpectedly. I just got got an idea, and it just really worked, you know. Uh, so one of those two, I'd probably say. Now, we also want to set you a little challenge, and I talked to you about this um, previously when we were trying to get you on the pod, but I think a song about radar is just waiting to happen. Oh, so, Sam, I want to set you the challenge. We're going to get you on to for season two of Sturkers and Radar, and I think, and we've talked about a couple, you know, Radar's a, Radar's a legend in sports broadcasting, obviously what he does with Sky, and he's got his little chipper one-liners, you know. That we yeah, have. legend in my own lunchtime, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, Sam, you can create a bit of magic and, a, and a, a song about Radar that will go viral on social media? What do you reckon? Um, I, can't pro- I, can't, I can't promise the viral bit, but I can... <laughs> <laughs> I can uh, I, I'm sure I can come up with something. Uh, for for a character like Radar, you know, there's plenty, there's plenty of content there, isn't there? There is. There must. There's a few good lines, aren't there? You can weave. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> with the Australian accent. Oh God. No, I only sing with a sort of. I I only ever sing with a sort of vaguely slightly slightly American English accent. <laughs> <laughs> you do it very well. I'm looking forward to this. So what do you reckon? We'll give you a couple of months and then back with us for well, maybe sort of spring, summer, we'll get you back on. All right. Challenge, challenge accepted. Perfect. What about just, to, 
we're gonna, before we get you to play this song, just the year ahead, Sam, tell us about, because you did some work for the USG, obviously, in 2021. As I said, the social media stuff's been great for you. You've, you've produced a lot of content. What's the plan for the year ahead? What are the goals? Well, so the first thing, and God, I just pray that this happens and that, that, that I don't, you know, get, get COVID or anything like that. But um, I'm supposed to be going to Orlando uh, later this month for the PGA show um, and doing some songs out there, which would be great. Um, so that'll be my first kind of my first trip abroad doing doing anything you know golf song related so that's a big that's a big one um if it happens which hopefully will um and then potentially something again for the us open um i'm chatting to the usga about about you know doing something again for them uh, again hopefully this time it might be you know on site um rather than virtually uh and other, other than that i'm just kind of you know i've always got a few conversations going and there's there's opportunities out there. I just you know which will hopefully hopefully come my way. I'm just at the moment just I see what kind of falls on my lap really. Uh, just do I do my I'm just doing I'll, I'll still be doing the same stuff, putting out the odd song here or there, and then if anything bigger and better comes from it, then great, it's a bonus. Fantastic. Well, look, Red, I think it's time to hear Sam in action again. And for our listeners who, who well, obviously many will be big fans, but for some who haven't heard Sam, this is going to be a treat. So, Sam, we're going to get you to play the Brooks Bryson song for us, obviously one of the big stories in 2021. You've updated it slightly, I understand, but we're going to let you do your thing and, uh, and entertain our listeners for the next few minutes. Is that all right? All right. Yeah, let's do it. has often been a friend of mine You play right into my hands Just the thought of you has got me rolling my eyes Don't make me mention the ends How we ended up here is a mystery It started with your diss in my abs one of us is going down in history The other belongs in a lab I don't care who you are Where you're from Those workout fits It's clear that you love me Who you are Where you're from So bring on the tweets The pip's gonna love me Don't get sad about the match I'll take it on the chin Was four and three a little unkind Just remember what's important And there's major wins And you're lagging three behind I don't care who you are Where you're from Janelle quit Was that cause you love me Who you are Where you're from You leaked that vet Admit it you love me Yeah Yeah I love it, it's brilliant it's Fantastic because where I come from here in Australia They don't know that original song anyway No they not <laughs> Yeah, it was big. It was big over here, wasn't it, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Did, so I know Brooks. Obviously, Brooks has been in touch. Did Bryson ever get in touch? No, there was there was nothing. There was nothing from Bryson, unfortunately. Oh, but then I suppose it was. It's kind of sung from the standpoint of Brooks, so of course, it might yeah. be perceived to be. It might be perceived to be pro 
Brick song, and it's not honestly. It's like I'm I'm completely impartial when it when it comes to that whole that whole feud. But um, but yeah, it's sung as if as if I am Brooks, if you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. good. You all meet Bryson, and you'll like him. Trust me, yeah. he'll be nice. He's a lot. Yes, he's a nice man. I would like to. I'd like to meet him. I'd like to. I'd like you know. I'd like to meet all of them. Really, you know, to you sort will. of find out more you about will. their characters. But yeah. And there must be a tiger one on the on the horizon as well, Sam. Surely. Well, you know what? People ask me about this all the time, Sarah, and, and it's it's a really tricky one because because he's such a, an icon of the game, right? And everyone loves him, and he's uh, obviously he, he you know he moves the needle like no one else. It's it's a tricky one because I feel like if I don't get it right, uh, then it could go down like a lead balloon, you know. And I I it's it's I don't know. It, it's just such a big a big ask to do a song about such a yeah. Iconic player. Do you know what I mean? No, 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 Tiger. Trust me, he's all right too. He's good. <laughs> I mean, he will be just fine. Go on, get in there, Tiger. You don't care, do you? Go on, you don't care, Tigers. <laughs> it's more his fans that I'm worried about. You know, everyone. You know, everyone loves him so much that you know, if I don't get it right, I just I worry about the reaction that it might get. You know, I've been lucky that the reaction to most of my videos have been really positive. You know, and I've kind of I've got the line right. But with Tiger, you kind of feel like uh, there's a few areas where you could poke fun at him, but are they, you know, it might be easy to go below the belt, you know, and yeah, I don't want to do that with him. No. <laughs> I don't know. You don't really want a call from his lawyer either, do you? Well, exactly that. Yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> that, Sarah. <laughs> I'm not sure you'd win that battle, Sam. Well, probably not, no. <laughs> are there any good lawyers down there in Bournemouth? <laughs> I might need to find one at this rate. <laughs> Listen, Sam, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for playing live for us on our pod as well. Really good to hear your thoughts and aspirations. As I said, we're big fans. Looking forward to watching and listening for the year ahead. Really appreciate you coming on. And we'll get you back on in the summer. You've got some material to work on regarding a certain... A quirky Australian who was. Uh, yes, Sam. <laughs> go easy, son. Now get stuck into me. Everyone else does, Sam. Don't <laughs> worry. Right. I'll be. I'll send Sarah some messages. I'll get some. I'll get some inside. Some inside sure, jokes. Well, I can get in there. You know, as much. As much Love your work, mate. Love your work. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. See you soon. Wishing you best for the year ahead. Yeah, uh, you, you guys too. Thank you. Oh, fantastic. Sam has been a superstar this year on, or last year on social media. Loved what he's done and Radar. I loved having him on the pod and yeah, I can't wait for the Radar song. What a wonderful man. I don't know if I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but hopefully he doesn't go uh, easy on me. Yeah, a very talented man and he's a welcome addition to our golfing family. He really is. So Radar, we had a little bit of a chat. We talked a bit about Charlie and Tiger at the top of the pod. The year ahead, though, do you not agree that 2022, it could be really something special? Tell me a couple of things that you're looking forward to the most. What, what kind of caught your eye last year and what's going to be stand out for you, do you think, in the year ahead? I think um, where our game is, is phenomenal. I mean, especially on the PGA Tour. The two tours getting together, see how the Scottish Open goes, Genesis Scottish Open goes on the PGA Tour. And to see how uh, you know, the European Tour players perform on the PGA Tour is going to be sensational. All the majors this year is going to be very, very special. I'm, 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 I'm just, I can't wait 
to see how Morikawa goes um, in the majors, Rory in the Masters. I can quickly go through what I think. I think Rory's going to win the Masters. I just hope he will win the Masters because uh, that'll complete the Grand Slam. Um, I think Morikawa... Uh, the PGA Championship. I think he'll win the second PGA Championship. I got Morikawa winning two um, majors in a row. I've got him winning the US Open as well. Wow. Um, yeah. And I've got Bryson winning at St Andrews. I, I think Bryson has a chance with no wind at St Andrews of breaking 60. I think maybe this year um, the, at St Andrews someone will be the first time. I don't think... Um, you know, Brandon Grace's record yeah. of 63 or 62, whatever it was, at, um, at Troon. Was it Troon? No, it was at Turnbury. It was where um, – it was Turnbury, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was Birkdale. Birkdale, oh, yeah. It was yeah. Birkdale. And, and uh, that's where um, Jordan Spieth won. So I, I just don't think – I think – look, if the wind blows at St Andrews, it'll defend itself. But if we have – a day where there's no wind or a few days where there is no wind, I don't think the old course has any defence. Mm-hmm. And I think they could break, especially Bryson, could break uh, 60. Wow. Uh, yeah. The RNA must be listening to this and going, oh, geez, I hope you're wrong. I'm sure they are. But, but No, I, yeah, you don't know. And like you said, you could get a really benign day, no wind. Absolutely. That's, that's kind of the real defence, isn't it, the old course and – how will it how will it play? So just go back then. So you got Rory for the Masters, Morikawa for the PGA US Open, and Bryson for the Open Championship. Good yeah, that's what I've got. Yeah. I'm with you for Rory on the Masters, definitely. I think the because it's it's the pressure, isn't it? The expectation. And he's talked so much about that, hasn't he, Radar? And he had so much for him to be excited about some of the form towards the end of last season. And he's going to do it, isn't he, at some point? And it's like every year it's kind of what, you know, we hope the expectations there, we, we, we team up heading into the Masters. But I'm with you, I think, and, and I really hope this year could be his year. And why not? Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I think we say it every year, but I just feel as though it's a great chance this year. He's in a good space. Um, he's he's playing he's playing well. Okay, he came undone at the DP World there uh, at the last day, but yeah, that happens to any any player. If it was Morikawa, no one would say anything. But it's Rory, and he's won four majors. But uh, yeah, I just hope that he gets this Grand Slam thing out of the way quick, and I, I hope it happens at the Masters. But I just hope he doesn't build there. It's going to be build and build and build. By the time we get to the Players Championship, they'll already be talking about the Masters. And uh, I just hope he's learnt so much just to dismiss it all and just wait till he gets to the Masters and then start to think about it because his, go- his game is taking care of itself right now. And the other thing that's great to see with Rory and Morikawa is they are both playing in Abu Dhabi and the Dubai Desert Classic. I think, I think Rory is a little peed off that Morikawa took the chocolates last year. He mm-hmm. took the, 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 the whole lot you know, the race to Dubai. And I think now Rory's coming to play a little more. So he's in a better position to take all the chocolates at the end like Morikawa did because Rory has owned the race to Dubai, really. And um, that golf course, the earth course there. And um, I think he's going, right, I'm starting here. That's the way it is. I don't usually play that great at Tory Pines. Um, so uh, at the farmers and um, I'm going to, I'm going to start there. I, I love his decision. I think it's a great decision. 
Agree. And we saw how much, you know, it stung, didn't it? Losing the DP world, we saw the rip shirt. It hurt. It stung. And I like I like seeing Rory when he's angry, when we see that passion, because I think it it kickstarts something in him. And uh, I think that kind of anger and passion can help him. And I, I think, you know, we've seen that. So absolutely. Uh, Red, I've got, I've got big plans, I think, for Victor Hovland this year, 2022. He had a great end to last year with the Hero World Challenge. I think he's going to have a standout year. He's a flusher, great ball striker. He's worked super hard on his chipping, great demeanour. Do you agree? Will he have a big year? Yeah, absolutely. I've picked the uh, four majors there and I left Victor out. No, no, no one would be uh, surprised if he won a major. He's going to have a, a, a wonderful career, not just this year, 2022, every single year. He's dedicated to the cause of winning championships. He's a young man. You know, the Wolf, Morikawa, and Victor, they are the big three of the young boys of the pups. Uh, right now, Morikawa, is, uh, he's sort of striding out in front of both Wolf and, uh, and uh, Victor. So, you know, I, I think, I think Morikawa is the best right now. And then you've got Victor and then Wolf behind. I don't know what's going on with Wolf, to be perfectly honest, but yeah, Victor can win any championship and will and will. And he's, he's a global player. He comes and plays, plays the PGA. He comes and plays the DP world. He wants to play all around the world and uh, he deserves everything he's get. He's, a, he's a, everything he gets. He's a, he's a proper talent, just a great player. He is. And then, you know, you've got John Rahm, you've got Dustin Johnson, you've got Justin Thomas, Brooks Koepka we haven't even mentioned. We are so spoiled, really, at the top of the men's game, aren't we, in terms of talent and to see how that will unfold over the next 12 months. I just think it's mouth-watering prospect. I think Kepka, who you've mentioned there, he's going to be a big force this year in the majors as well. Yeah. He's, he's, he's been injured, knee, uh, all sorts of injuries. He's healthy right now. Uh, you see, uh, you saw how he, how he took beating Bryson in that thing in Las Vegas. This doesn't mean anything, but he was so happy to, 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 to drill and, and beat Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, he's feeling it again. He's, uh, he's in a good spot. And when he's a tough cookie, old uh, Brooks Kepka. Yeah, you can't keep him away. And we know how he isn't scared to win majors. He's already got four of them like Rory. So it's going to be interesting. It's going, as you called it, it's going to be a massive year in golf. It is. And just quickly as well, Radar, we've talked about it on the pod. You know, the, the changing landscape of the game, I think it's going to be fascinating to see how that works out over the next 12 months. What more happens? We've seen the Greg Norman, the Saudi-backed Asian tour, the money that they're talking about players going to compete over there, those select events. Then we've got the Premier Golf League. How We're going to know more, aren't we, next few months in terms of how the landscape may or may not change. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Who's going to go? Who's not going to go? I imagine when it all comes out, especially the Saudi back lot, it'll be the older players. It'll be the guys that maybe think to themselves, you know what, I can still win a major, but look, I'm, I'm going to get the wheelbarrow out and I'm going to walk around the world over here in Asia and I'm going to fill it with money. Uh, it's, I don't think there's any, you know, I think we all know that. That, that. That's what's going to happen. There's nothing wrong with that. It depends what you stand for. And, and I've got nothing against that, but we just need to know. We've discussed it before. We just need to know our game deserves more than uh, that we're all just sitting back and waiting. And, and that, that, that isn't the way forward. We've got to be all on the same page. 
uh, which we've discussed before as well, Sarah, on, on Circus and Radar. And uh, we, we need to know. Our game deserves it and the people at home who will make this game great and make these guys rich because without you people listening to our podcast and watching golf, golf wouldn't be golf for these professional players. Definitely. Look, we're just about out of time, but before we go, I do want to, we had, we've had some great guests for that for our first season and, you know, obviously Sam today, but it's been brilliant to have some, some names from the world of golf joining us on Sturkers and Radar. And quite often with our guests, we've done what we've called the quick nine. So ask them their favorite things in a few categories. So I thought as our final episode of season one, we'd do the quick nine with you, Radar. So are you ready for this? Yeah. Couple of How long do I get? The, the old brain doesn't work too swiftly. <laughs> Very quick, quick answers, and yeah, let's let's see what you let's see what you reckon. Okay, number one, best city for a night out. Madrid. Oh, nice. Swing you most admire on tour. Oh, that's a bloody beauty. That the mo- the one I most admire, Charlie Woods. There you go. Come on, big Charlie. <laughs> Favourite event? Irish Open. Oh, good shout. I'm with you on that. Absolutely with you on that one. Favourite tipple? What's your drink of choice? Rioja. <laughs> you and Boxy have sunk a few Riocas, haven't you, over the years, Radar? Not many, buddy. <laughs> What's your favourite quote or mantra? Okay. Have you got one? <laughs> favourite quote? Oh, my name's Wayne. How am I doing so far? <laughs> I've heard that chat up line in action. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> Your best win on tour? Australian Open. Of course. Of course. Favourite club in your bag? Driver. Brought to you by Pig. That's exactly right. <laughs> lowest round. What's your lowest round? 61. Seve's home course. Bless him. He's not with us anymore, but he'll always be with us. But Seve, as I always told you, my friend, I've got the course record at your course, Padrina. Boom. Celebrity crush. Charlize Theron. Nice. And favourite male Sky Sports colleague. I hate them all equally. (laughs) You. You. I said favourite male. Obviously, I'm your favourite female. (laughs) Male five Sky Sports colleague. You you don't have to choose. Jeremy Derrick. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. So, Raina, tell us. um, I love that. I love that. So, uh, your schedule. So, you're doing Middle East, then you're going to the States. Yeah, that's how you kick off the year. Yeah, three in the Middle East. (laughs) We're in the Middle East, a week in London, and then I've got the LA, the Honda, Arnold Palmer players. Nice. Nice. It's been a great season on Sturkers and Radar. Here are some of our best bits from the last few months. Uh, One of my funniest moments was when I was at the Tour Champs. What's that? What did you say? What was that, Sarah? Very good, very good. Um, the, The Tour Champs, was it a couple of years ago when... Didn't he have it? was two. I. He got picked the wrong iron, or you gave him. No, he picked it out of his bag. It was the wrong club, wasn't it? And then he yeah. gave you a look alive on TV. Just remind us about that, because that was brilliant. Well, he had. In the moment where you think, shit, <laughs> I've messed up here. 
I'm going to say it's hardly an important shot, is it, into the 18th in the Tour Championship, <laughs> 15 million on the line. Exactly. Um, the pin was back right. We had 228 yards to the flag with the wind slightly in off the left. And Paul, I said to Paul, we got to land this eight yards short of the flag. That's 220, hurting a little bit. It's a 230 shot. It's your perfect four iron, mate. And we even chatted about a guy dressed in red, just left the, the flag. And I said, so, right, got that window, yeah, chap in red. Nothing else to think about, Paul, perfect for us. So, of course, he grabs his club out the bag, I step back a bit, and he hits this shot absolutely perfectly. And I'm watching, thinking, well, this is going to go probably to eight feet for Eagle. And it one hops, nearly hits the guy in the red over the green. And obviously, Paul just sits there staring at me because he thinks I've got the wrong yardage. And I know I haven't because I know where I am relative to the water and been there enough. And he's literally speechless because he wants to tell me off so badly. And then he's got hold of the club really near the end by the actual club head. And he's looking at me going, how on earth have we done? And then he looks down and he's got the one that doesn't have a number on. So he's looking in the bag and the four's still in the bag. And he's like, oh. Oh, Johnny, um, I've just hit a three iron, mate. And of course, I'm sitting and Well, no wonder it's over the green when we have this little moment together. But it was all his doing. Isn't that bizarre? You was a good golfer yourself, Johnny. Isn't that bizarre as a professional golfer to look down and, 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 and a moment, a moment of madness, it must have been, not to know exactly. Because, you, you know, we could play golf without, without numbers on our clubs. The head on those two clubs are the same. He's just had one bent and they got rid of the oh, number. I see. So okay. And a slightly hanging lie where he's hitting a fade in. I mean, I know what you mean. It's a, I mean, it's a ridiculous error. But it wasn't your error. It wasn't my error. Despite the fact uh, Justin Leonard was throwing me under the bus big time on air live. Yeah. It was an enormous error on the caddy's part. We defended you, Johnny. And I remember, because I got Paul over to the Skycar after for an interview. And uh, yeah, he was a little sheepish. He was like, no, that was all me. Johnny left the hook there. <laughs> Bob's good. He's growing. He's getting bigger. Just over six months now. And I hear that you have a little bit of baby news to share. Yeah, well. my daughter, Shannon. Um, she has been, uh, she, she's been up to no good, I, I, I think. <laughs> um, so she's having, she's having a bummer. So I'm going to be a granddad, which is unbelievable news. But when she first told me, um, she just started calling me Pops, and I thought, what are you calling me Pops for? And uh, so there it is, I'm going to be a granddad, so there we go. Oh, and, uh, she's, uh, she's March, so you are with your... Uh, I'm Jan 17th is my due date. Oh, fantastic. I'm, look, I'm so looking forward to that, Sarah. So when we go into the studio, you're going to have a little crib there, and the bub's going to be right there. He's going <laughs> to... Just, off- just beside our chair, they out of vision, have the little bubs there. Are you offering for babysitting duties as well? I love kids. I really, I love kids. I wouldn't say I was the best dad. I don't think any professional golfer is the best dad because you don't seem to be ever there. But uh, I love children. I really, I really do. They're great. Until they, get, well, until they get to about 17. Exactly. And then you, then you sort of think, what have I done? Yeah. No, I'm for you as well. That's brilliant news. Yeah, great. Yeah, thank you. Who, who would you say, who's your best mate on tour? And um, could you tell us a, an embarrassing, but I guess fairly clean story about that said person? Oh, forget the plane. 
Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to tell this slightly differently than others, maybe. So my, my best friend on tour, I mean, they've always been, Mark Foster, going back year, we got on tour pretty much at the same time, played amateur golf together. And and Fozzy, uh, you know, was on tour for 20 years, or 25 years probably of my 26 years out here. So he was my probably oldest, strongest uh, golfing friend. But um, I, I do remember when I first got on tour, actually, I, I, I got on tour one year before Fozzy. So I was uh, on on tour, didn't know too many people, and I was managed by uh, Chubby Chanda at the time, and I was down in South Africa, and Chubby, um, as was his way, decided to hook me up with a couple of his other players, which was really nice, and he said, uh, go down to the bar at 7 o'clock in the Holiday Inn on the beachfront in uh, Durban, we were in Durban, South Africa, and he says, uh, meet, Roger, meet Richard Boxall and uh, Derek Cooper. Um, at seven o'clock in the bar, so I'm, oh, I wandered down. I'm just this twenty-year-old kid, and there's Boxy, you know, on his third times already, and uh, and Cooch is on about his fifth, and um, and I get I get befriended by by those guys and Carl Mason, and then of course Radar. You would have been around and about, and um, of all the people to get hooked up with as a as a twenty-year-old, you know. Um, freshman on the tour, rookie on the tour. It was the, the, the hard drinking, um, good fun boys of Foxall, Cooper, Miley, and, and Mason. So, uh, so that was quite interesting. Which actually, in fairness, culminated with me and the great man Wayne Riley playing in the Perrier Four Ball a few years ago. Oh, don't remember? go there! God, do I remember? <laughs> You're saying about you couldn't hit it, mate. I couldn't. Oh, that was the end for me. Yeah. It was the end, and, and 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 the worst thing was the tournament was in Bordeaux. Yeah. <laughs> well, I seem to recall we'd taken it fairly steady the first couple of couple of couple of evenings tournament wise, but we weren't. We were. We, I think we ate once, and then we had a couple of nights off, and I went out with my mates, and you went out with your mates. But we were doing so badly. We both arrived on Sunday morning for round four with the worst hangovers ever. I was feeling pretty bad about my chest. I was worried about letting Radar down on, on day four and he was in worse shape oh, than me. God. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. That was fantastic. Great memories, Howler. You've been a great <laughs> champion, mate. My bad, I'm going US Open rough. <laughs> just because it gives me the heebie-jeebies. What like, the, yeah, the, the, the rough at Tory Pines. I'm just like, oh. You didn't like that? Well, I like it as a spectacle, but the thought of being in it just gave me nightmares. Yeah, I've got no bad at the moment. I think our game is is in such a great place. The ladies' games in a great in a great place. You've got the quarters, and you've got all these great players. I just wish more. What I've just said. I, I just w- wish we could get together a little more and um, grow our game together. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. But there's more to be done, and I'm sure a lot more will be done. Yeah. So, so the the, the, the rough at uh, Tor- well, yeah. you don't have to worry about it, do you? I, I, no, I don't. I actually played there a few years ago. I went over for a little holiday and played, and it was. I mean, it was obviously it wasn't US Open time. So, um, California, was, how nice. Uh, La Jolla. Oh, we La, love, we love La, La Jolla. La Jolla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely, it's absolutely magnificent. It's probably both our favourite spots on tour. Yeah, isn't it? It, it was just gorgeous. Yep, yeah, it, it, it truly is absolutely magnificent and your personal account is uh <laughs> wayne radar riley slash no not slash don't have don't slash don't slash <laughs> it's wayne radar riley underscore haven't you got a social media executive managing no, your oh, account trust me i have days. two daughters that are doing all right <laughs> That's what I turn us up. Let's be nice about it. Don't slag it off. How do I, yeah. 
Everyone's filling this up. I can I can get rid of you if you want, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, do that. How do you get any third off? Well, listen, it's been fun, hasn't it, season one? We're yeah, really cool. It's been cool, hasn't it? It's been it's been good to to chat, to talk rubbish, to uh, put the world to rights, and and yeah, discuss some of the issues. So it's been it's been a pleasure working with you, and uh, we're looking forward to season two, aren't we? We're so we'll be back around the springtime, around the Masters, and we'll have some hopefully some more Stokers and Radar Gold for you. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, we love it. We couldn't do it without you, and don't you ever forget, you play your best. <laughs> <laughs> and just to remind you, do give us a follow on social, Sturkers Radar on Twitter, Sturkers and Radar Pod on Insta. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. And a massive thanks as well to Ping for their support over the last uh, season. Been great to have them with us and hopefully we'll continue the, the journey for season two. Sturkers and Radar on Cut, brought to you by Ping. Hooroo! This has been a Monkey Pants Productions podcast.